This is Living Your Life Well Planned, the 80-20-365 success system invented by Adam Vincent Gilmer. I'm your host of the podcast, Gene Valaitis, and welcome to this episode. Um, as we uh, remind everybody at the uh, top of every episode, uh, I know it's repetitive, but it's very, very important. Go to Adam's website, 80-20-365, and uh, order your daily planners. You're going to get enough for a year. It's going to be about a dollar a day. It'll be life-changing. It will help you grow. It'll give you a roadmap for your life. It's just like uh, signs along the highway. You'll know what exit to take. You'll know how to how fast to drive, how slow to drive. It'll, it'll warn you about uh, obstacles that will be in your way, and it will get you from where you are to where you want to be with a plan designed just for you that you're going to design just for yourself. So in our previous episodes, we've been talking about your 30-day plan, 90-day plan, 180-day plan. We're going to celebrate your first year. And I remember celebrating my first year and um, it was really something. It was it was like birthday, to be quite honest with you. And when you look back on um, your four planners, which will take the entire year, um, if you know it's it's not like you have to reread the whole thing it's just like open up a, a page like right in the middle of a book from your early days and think about where you are today and you're just going to say to yourself boy there's been a lot of growth in my life so let's talk about that first year and the and i'm going to hit you with a surprise question off the top i i ended off our last podcast like this and i think it's you know something important to consider for people who haven't even done their first 30 days or 90 days what happens on that one day when i don't i don't even know what to call it when you fall off the wagon and you just you don't read your purpose statement you don't write anything down you don't work out and you know and you're thinking about scoring your day you know you're just going to get consistent zeros like right up and down and listen i i you know i i fell off at one day and i remember about eight o'clock at night i felt terrible and I felt like I had cheated myself and I, and I had, and you know, I couldn't make up for that day. It was, it was over and done with, but I got back on the horse the next day and, and I kept going. So before we celebrate our first year here, um, what's your recommendation for people who, I don't, I don't even know what to call it. They have the bad day and they, do, and they don't get it done and, and, and they've broken their uh, habit of, of, of consistent behavior. All right. So <clears throat> that's a small little emotion you're all familiar with called guilt. You know, it's no problem. We've all had it, right? Yep. Um, the beautiful thing about guilt is there's something called forgiveness, okay? And, you know, you've heard a lot of people, uh, all the, you know, people I look up to or people have been mentors to me, um, you know, you need to learn to forgive yourself, okay? You, you know, we're all trying, like, everybody's trying to live this perfect life. And, like, there's no freaking such thing, okay? Um you know, what I'm trying to tell you is that, hey, I've fallen off the wagon many times, okay? But look, guess what I know? Successful people have this inner DNA, if you will, that's like, great, fantastic, get back on the horse and get back up on it. And you say, okay, you know, and that's how you learn to overcome and deal with the craziness. I mean, you, you, we talked last episode about managing expectations. And, you know, yes, we're talking about a full year here. Don't think because you got the system and because you're going to be so meticulous and so planned that shit's not going to go wrong. I'm, I promise you that the moment that you see <laughs> the universe is an interesting thing. Um, I'm not talking about all the stars and whatever. I'm talking about the consciousness out there. 
the moment you start moving yourself in the direction and pulling yourself towards what you really want to achieve in life, okay, um, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that's going to come at you to see if it's really, it, to see if you're qualified enough to move in the direction of your goals and dreams. So you're going to have to get used to um, part of this stuff happening. Um, bad things are going to happen, uh, you know, irregardless, okay? There's terrible things that are going to happen in life. And you've got to learn to, to handle them one way or another. And I've learned to handle them. Uh, I'm not saying that I'm not emotional about them. I do. But, like, you have to... You have to give it a time period and say, okay, great, because, you know, the, outco the outcome isn't what you want. Uh, how long do you want to stay in that frame for? Okay. You've seen the movie. You know where that ends. Um, I was watching my son, AJ, just got into the, into the movie The Matrix. Okay. Now, listen, I know there's a lot of guns and shooting. I don't need any comments about all that stuff. Okay. Because I know I'll get comments from some people. How are you having him watch violence and what have you? He also does martial arts, by the way, and very good at almost nine years old. Um, but we started watching it, and Neo, uh, um, Trinity, who's the lady, uh, the other actor, um, they're in this old Cadillac uh, with the suicide doors, and um, he wants out. He finds out that, oh, my gosh, you know, there's the red pill, the blue pill. He finds out, like, oh, my God, the, the rabbit hole's deep. And he wants out of the car, he wants out of the car, he wants out of the car. And Trinity says, Neo, look down the road. You know exactly where this ends. And the whole point is he stays in the car, goes to the drive, meets Morpheus, takes the pill, and, you know, finds out that, you know, there's strings to be pulled in this world. And somebody's pulling those strings. You need to you need to understand that you know you've got to stop going down the road that you've been down before because you know where the outcome is, and not having you, you life look, <clears throat> it's easy. I have another friend of mine, um, lady, who's like says to me, if you're um, if you're not living life on the edge, you're taking up too much room. So true. Okay, it's the same thing. You've got to you've got to allow. When there's a blank canvas and you're Michelangelo or Leonardo or one of those people, okay, and you're a major artist and you have a black canvas and you're going to paint your masterpiece, it, everybody starts out with a black canvas, okay? So it's like there's nothing there. So you, you, you've got to make up the art uh, as you go, and it becomes uh, a masterpiece. Well, that's what we want your life to be. You want your life, you know, I, you know, I plan on looking back at my life and I'm, I look back at the successes I've had. And I've also looked back at the, at the failures. There was a time, Gene, where I had an amazing business running. It was, um, I was younger. And um, it was where I made my first million dollars or more than a million dollars. And uh, the company was being acquired. And I just didn't have enough of the skill set in business. I was like, you know, coming on 30, 31 years old. And I just didn't have enough... Uh, to see the whole thing through. It was part of the experience of where I needed to be, but I wasn't, I, I wasn't quite there yet. I was like just falling short. And, um, you know, it was an amazing payday. I ended up selling the company, but I didn't get the second or third payments. They defaulted on it. Okay. And they decided, the buyer decided to break it up into 
two or three payments, but I got the first one, which changed my life dramatically. But I didn't get payment number two and payment number three. Now, my experience today would be like, I'm sorry, I'm not taking the offer. <laughs> I want it all now. <laughs> okay, let's close. But back then, I was like, okay, well, you know, I can take two or three payments. And I, my, my mindset on it was, so honestly, and I was, I was getting, I was getting close, but it wasn't, it wasn't enough experience. Uh, I didn't have enough of the business experience, even though others were telling me differently. Advisors, attorney told me differently. I didn't do it that way. I should have, but I went with my own. But, but I learned from that lesson in life. You understand? I, um, you know. Education is expensive, and so is school. Uh, ask your parents who are paying for it. <laughs> okay, education is expensive. So, um, but but real life scenario is going to give you amazing lessons, and that's what the beautiful thing about having a year's worth of planning. So, so behind me here, I've got uh, you know, five, uh, let me see, five years, six, seven. I got seven years of of work um, on my desk right now. So we're in the middle of, of where we are now in 2020. Um, <clears throat> I got an awesome post uh, from actually uh, uh, our mutual friend up in Woodland Hills sent it to me, which was great. And the post is, um, all of you remember the movie Back to the Future, right? Yeah. And uh, the post is amazing. I'm going to send it to you after we do this podcast. And the, the post is where um, Michael J. Fox and the professor are sitting in the DeLorean of the time machine. And the professor says, no matter what you do, don't stop in 2020 because we have a crazy <laughs> pandemic, right? Right. <laughs> but that's the experience. If you had a travel machine or a time machine or a way to look back and reference all the stuff that you learned, you'd, you'd actually have a better understanding of where your future is going. So, so the point I'm bringing that up is that the whole reason why you want to look back in a year and where you start out with your first 30 day goals, if you go back several episodes in our podcast and you're like, oh, goodness, there's 30 days, then, you know, there's 90 days, we are 180 days, now there's a year and you're like, oh my goodness, well, what's, what makes everything work? When you look back at your goals and your dream of what it was, and then you like read up, you're like, oh my God, it feels like it was a second grader that did it. You know what I mean? You yeah. look back like, oh my God, what the hell was I thinking? But you have to understand, back then or now is the most that you know at this moment in time. Your knowledge base is this big and it hasn't expanded. And I call that change. You called it growth. <clears throat> okay. It hasn't expanded. It hasn't accepted <clears throat> certain things yet. So, and we can't jump into the future, at least, you know, I mean, maybe we can in a dream. Uh, with REM sleep, but you know, you, I I can't I can't fast forward your life for you. Um, <clears throat> speaking of speaking of that, getting and answering your question, it's not it's you know managing expectations is not an easy thing to do. Um, for Christmas gifts last year, I my we had a whole bunch of um, movie reel footage from when we were children. Um, racing motorcycles, racing golf, uh, racing uh, go-karts, um, you know, winning, getting trophies, stuff that my father and my mother <clears throat> had and were on the, you know, a big uh, farm, like 40 acres in South Africa. And lovely historic moments of myself and my brothers growing up as young men and, you know, going through life. So what, what we did was, <clears throat> what I did was for Christmas, I went and had all of it put on CD. So we got four CDs. 
Um, I had a master copy made, and then I I, I created all these memories. I created the same memories for my brothers and me, and I gave it to them as a Christmas gift. Now, um, why? Because well, you know this. You know, my we all, my brothers also have their own businesses and we're all successful. But I had the footage, <clears throat> and I spent the time getting it basically trans or put on put onto CD. But the, here's the beautiful thing: <clears throat> all the now we didn't watch it as a, as one big family. The brothers got to take it home, and of course, over the last six months, they've been able to watch it specifically over the last thirty days. Uh, sorry, over the last ninety days, they've been able to watch the footage with their families, and they all have kids now, right? And they get to see, you know, um, uh, my brother uh, coming in first and beating out a guy by inches at the finish line on a BMX bike. Uh, they get to see my other brother racing a, a, a go kart. Uh, with myself, there's these all these little little vignettes of life that, uh, and and we don't know it at the time. But if you look back 15, 20, 30, you know, forty years back, these are the learning blocks of the life experiences that we've gone through that have shaped who we are today, Gene. You know, um, and the the whole point is is that your first year in planning and organizing, really going after your dream, really going on making it a, a priority. Okay, becomes so vastly important that that when you look back and you see what your goals and dreams used to be, and you look back at where you are a year later, you're like, "Holy shit, what a difference!" And that's the that's the growth, that's the barometer that you're measuring, the measuring stick. You're saying, "Oh my goodness, I'm this much closer. I'm I'm moving things in in a certain direction." If you were in a time machine and you zoomed us back into the past that I was talking about there a moment ago, and as a young man in South Africa, you would have said, hey, listen, you know what, 10, 12, 15 years old, hey, you know what, you're going to be massively successful, you're going to live in Southern California, you're going to have this, that, the other, I would have been like, you're absolutely crazy. But, and, and it wasn't that that's not what we wanted to happen in life because all of us want that. If you really think about it, everyone wants to live the dream, you know, have enough money where you don't have a, enough, uh, we have money, you have enough money left over at the end of every single month where it's like, Oh my God, you, all your bills are paid and there's no issue and you're investing and you're doing different things and looking at different business stuff. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be great. But the problem is, is that my parents didn't teach me how to plan and organize. My parents knew my, my mom's a school teacher. My dad's an entrepreneur. Um, all my brothers are successful. We're all millionaires. So, the, and they're not on the planning system, but they were taught work ethic. And what we're trying to instill in everybody here is that when you look back in your life, twelve months from now, you're going to see such a dramatic difference after going out over your purpose statement, being bring body, time, people, and money, uh, scoring your day every single day, writing down the ahas that you have every day. You'll be in better shape. You'll have better blood pressure. You'll have. You'll just be in better condition ready to, you know, tackle your next big, uh, uh, you know, project or whatever, whatever it is or the project that you're working on. How do I know that's going to happen? Because I've already seen this happen over the last seven or eight years, not just just in, in, in my life, but in people that I'm working with that are in a similar business or um, in, in a business, and they're, they're, they've got the system. So, Gene, you know, I can't tell people that there's a magic uh, Disneyland ball that you look into and it's filled with snow and you shake it up and you know you put it and you watch it settle. What I will tell you is this is that if you don't start planning and organizing and start getting really serious about what you want to get done in life, 
um, you're going to end up as a wandering generality. That means that you'll end up like a boat, no sail, no rudder, and you don't know which direction you're going. You're allowing the whim of the ocean, okay, the general world out there, to push you or bob you in a direction, hoping that you can get to dry land and get to your dream. Versus let's be purposeful, let's make things happen, let's get structured, let's get organized, let's focus on high 20 payoff activities versus the trivial 80 that anybody can do. And yes, it's tough to make those decisions, but it's so much worth it because you'll end up in a much better place. And, you know, I've already experienced it and so have so many others. And I can't, I can't wait for our listeners, uh, the, the person listening to say, man, hey, I, let's go do this thing because together we can achieve some things by yourself. You know, it's hard out there. Yeah. Now for the uninitiated and for somebody who's listening and they're just going to get started in this, well, you know, when you, when you get your uh, four planners in the kit, um, I, I, mean, I mean, on the first day working at this, you're not going to set like a goal for an entire year. That's why you get four diff. That's why you get four different books. Like, do you? Uh, we're coming up to the last two quarters of uh, of this year. I, I would imagine you've got those two books ready to go. Uh, yeah, all the books ready to go. I've got quarter three. Yep. Quarter four. Now, just so you know, they're nice and shiny, not used. Like if I if I show you, this is like you know the last ones, right? I mean, look, you can tell the differences right away. Like you know, they're bent up. Okay. Yep. The plastic's not as clear, but like, you know, but here's the thing, completely empty. Like, I mean, there's nothing written down. The only thing that I've done in these books, the only thing I've done, I do this at the beginning of every single year when I start out is I make sure that I put my, my purpose statement in it because my purpose statement has become significant to me. Right. But I haven't got anything planned out in it. Right. So like all of you, I'll be doing this. I'll be doing something similar. Pages are completely blank. So I have a blank canvas here for uh, uh this is third quarter by the way i, I label each quarter okay there's uh, quarter three mm-hmm. and then here's quarter four and the only thing is in there in quarter four is my purpose statement so at the, at the beginning of every year you know after after christmas or you know new year's or what have you maybe second or third i i plan and i put i, I make sure i print out my purpose statement i reread it make sure i don't make any adjustments and errors i mean uh, adjustments and updates uh, and then I put it in and I, and I get serious and I start planning. And then what, what's the significance? The significance is, is that here's, here's two used up quarters. So I'll show you all the books now. Okay. So there's the first two and here's the next two. Okay. Ready to go. And what's important about this is that I can go back in time to the last seven years, actually the last like 20 odd years. <laughs> Um, I don't have all of them here at the house. I have another office here in San Juan Capistrano, and I have a full accounting of all my books and stuff that I've planned. And it's funny, you know, um, you can go through it and see. It's just amazing to go through and go, wow, here's where I used to be. Yeah. And then I look back and I'm like, it's like the time machine, except remember not to stop at 2020. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what's really interesting. For somebody who's gotten fascinated by our conversations and podcasts, and, and they're now ordering uh, their their books for the next uh, four quarters, when their book arrives, say for the third quarter of, of this year, it's going to be blank. And when you get into your next book, it also is going to be blank. 
So it's not like you have some sort of secret advantage over somebody else because your book is blank and their book is blank. Any, so anybody can do this is what I'm saying. It's again, and we go back to this thing. You're not, Adam is not lucky. Trust me. He's worked at this. And when you get your daily planner, your daily planner is just going to be as blank and as empty as Adam's for the next quarter. When you get a new computer, it'll boot up, it'll turn on, it, you know, you may be downloading some apps and you're doing some stuff. You're personalizing it, right? But the, the structure's there, the, the infrastructure's there. <clears throat> That's what we give you. We give you the <clears throat> modes of the exercises to go through. I can't put the words down for you. I can't do the planning of the appointments for you. I can't do the reading of your purpose statement for you. I can't do the uh, planning of being uh, the, the goals for being brain, body, time, people, and money for 60 months broken down into one month and you got 60 months to go. I can't, I can't do that for you. That's your freaking work to do. <laughs> okay. It's not my work to do. I already, I'm, I'm already doing it. I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I pulled out this book again, the 80, 20 principle by, by Richard uh, Koch. And he talks about uh, how much time you should spend on a project. And he says, uh, and he says, if you're getting the results, spend all your time on that project. Okay, so that's enough. That's it. So what that means is, is that the reason why my plan is so important to me, or will be important to you. And by the way, you know, I use an iPhone. I have Macs and what have you. I used to be a PC person. And, and listen, here's what I've learned. It's it's all Apple, right? But listen, when I buy it, they become mine. Okay. When you purchase the time management system, it's not mine. It becomes yours. It's it's your system. Just like your computer is your stuff. Your your phone is yours, even though it's a maybe a, an Android or, or, or uh, iOS, it's, it, it, but they become yours because you, it's yours. When you go and buy the BMW, when you go and buy the Mercedes or the Lamborghini or the Ferrari or what have you, it becomes your Ferrari, your Lamborghini, your Mercedes, okay? It, it, so it, it, it stop making, you know, <clears throat> it's not mine, it's yours, okay? So now it's your planning system. And now you have a plan to follow through. And if you're getting the results, you, you're, you're to spend all your time on that system. Okay, let's go and look at that. So you, you start doing this first 30, then you're into 60, then you're into 90. Now you get a reference and you say, man, this is amazing. I can see the differences. There'll be people saying you're different. What are you doing? You're looking different. Your attitude, what have you? I'm like, yeah, I'm working on this time management system. Then you're into it 180 days. Then you're looking at it nine months from now. Okay, your third quarter. Okay. And then you're into your final stretch the last three months of the year. And you're like, oh my goodness. And by the way, you can start this anytime during the year. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to do it in January. Any any month. Any month it starts. It's fine. That's the way the system is designed. And then you finally get yourself so okay, great. So you, and you move to, you know, a quarter. And now you really start, you know, when you wake up in the morning with complete confidence that you can accomplish what you've written down. Okay. And with complete confidence, you know that it's becoming, it's in the works, it's a project. Um, somebody asked for my elevator presentation on one of my projects that I'm working on. I said, okay, I'm working on a project that's doing over a billion dollars a year. We're helping saving children's lives around the world. We achieved this through our amazing products. And I'd like to hear your opinion on either the product or the company. And people say, man, can I borrow that? I'm like, listen, I didn't trademark it, it's yours. Like take it and use it and, you know, like <laughs> go make it happen. That's what this is. So, it, but once you find something that works for you and, and you have a 
a chance of becoming massively successful, how much time would you spend on that? All my time. Okay. That that's moved from an 80, which is trivial for everybody else to the top 20. Right. And now you can put all your energy into something because you can, you're like, I the light bulb, the aha, the eureka moment happened. And by the way, a, you know, psychologists tell us that a mind, once it gets its, its, its uh, thoughts around a new idea, never shrinks back. Okay. It, it likes the feeling that it has. It almost becomes like an addictive, um, you know, substance to think this way and do this all the time. You know, um, when I show up as a consultant in, in a company to get the, something done, the CEO who's invested, you know, way more money than I have than they're what they're paying me to be with them, okay, is like looking to me for an answer, an idea, a direction to move something in, in, in a new way. And that's what I give them. And for that, I'm, I'm compensated on value, which is a value proposition. You have to ask yourself, is that, are the things you're working on leading you towards your goals and dreams or are they pulling you away? Are they pushing in you? You must, you must start thinking, you know, uh, as a high 20 thinker. Okay. Def really defining what those are. And by the way, after a year's worth of time on the system, you're going to know that, Hey, here's what my thinking used to be. And here's what my thinking is. And then, you know, Gene, I think that leads us into like the stretching of the goals um, session, which will be our next episode. Yeah. Um, one final uh, couple of little questions here for somebody who's getting all excited. Maybe they've got their planner. Maybe it's uh, being shipped to their home country or, 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 or city. Um, can you give us any inside tips or suggestions, any, anything that you've learned in all of your years of doing this that might help out the, the uninitiated? Or is it as simple as just get started? Okay. <clears throat> um, I, so, so funny you asked that question. This is page 161 of the 8020 principle. And Richard's talking about the top low value uses of time versus the top 10 highest value uses of time. Ready? Here's, here's the top 10 low ones. Ready? Things other people want you to do. Things that uh, have always been done this way. This is general thinking. Mm -hmm. Things that are not usually, uh, you're not usually good at doing. These are all low value payoff activities. Things you don't enjoy doing. Things you are always, uh, things are always interrupting you. Do you ever find that? You start working on a project and you're, and you're excited about it, but then shit starts showing up and it interrupts you. Okay. Yeah. Interesting, interesting how the universe works. Mm -hmm. uh, things that people, uh, have already done and don't want you, I want you to do it again. You ever seen that people say, listen, would you do me a favor? So-and-so said uh, this, that, and the other's going on. Go and ask so-and-so. I'm like, well, you just told me this is what's going on with so-and-so, but you're supposed to go back there. It's, it's crazy. Waste of time. Uh, things where your collaboration are uh, unreliable and low quality um, and low turnout, really good. Things that have uh, a particular cycle. Ever notice a cycle going on? Maybe you're working on a current job, and you know, and you know, you're you're like, oh my god, it's the same repetitive bullshit, boring cycle. Nothing passionate about it. Well, that's a low payoff activity. Stop doing that. Uh, here's the best one. Uh, you know, and, and Gene, you're gonna get this one. Um, answering the telephone when you're engaged in a high payoff activity. So you're currently working on something that is like 
and you're 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 it's it's creating pay dirt, and you get a bunch of phone calls coming in. We were doing a a, a, a this recording of the previous one, and my phone kept ringing. I'm like eh, voicemail, voicemail, because if I take those calls, it takes me off of the most important thing I'm doing right now, which is teaching, educating, and having somebody uh, believe. Now, here's the top ten. You ready? You ask for the top the tips. All right, here we go. Top ten highest values and use of your time. Number one, uh, things that advance your overall purpose in life. Oh my God, don't get the system. Uh, <laughs> things you always wanted to do. Oh, goals and dreams. Don't do that. Okay. Um, understanding the relationship between high payoff and low payoff activity with their results. We're giving you a, a year's worth of planning to say, stay focused on high payoff top 20 things. Innovative ways of doing things that promise uh, to slash and cut off time. In other words, you're cutting time, moving things in, forward in a direction. This is the fastest way we get towards your goals and dreams. Number five, um, things other people tell you can't be done. You ever somebody say, oh, you can't do that. Oh, yeah, the, the dream pirates. <laughs> oh, my God. You're never going to own a Lambo. That's correct. Things, uh, things other people have done successfully in a different arena. Wow. What if you should say somebody's done something different? Look at what Jeff Brezos has done or Elon Musk has done recently, right? I mean, really significant stuff. I'm just using them as examples to make my brain think. Um, things that use your own creativity. Oh, we give you the infrastructure and you're going to go paint your masterpiece. Hmm. I wonder why you should get a planning system. Okay. Uh, things that uh, get other people uh, working for you and therefore frees up your time. So that's assigning tasks and activity to different people. Okay. You know, you can't do it all yourself. Okay. That's number eight. Number nine, anything with high quality collaborators who have already transitioned into 80-20 thinking. That means surrounding yourself with people on the same mission that you are, who think like you or are thinking like you, and now you're moving stuff in the right direction. Yeah, our, our 12 people. Oh, the 12 that we talked about. Um, oh, and here's the best one. Um, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing now versus never doing it. So if it, so, if the time management system is worth it, it's worth getting it right now. Go online, purchase, get it done. Go through the process, spend the time. It costs, it, 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 for the cost of a dollar a day, I'm not worried about that. Spend the time, 30 to 45 minutes to set it up and go put it in motion. <laughs> anyway. And that's, I love it. And, 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 that, and that's year number one. Now, in our next episode, we're going to be talking about stretching goals. And years ago, uh, uh, one of my great mentors in life said to me, uh, most people set goals for things they know they can achieve. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? And he said, well, tell me about one of your goals. And I said, well, I'd like to have a new car. And he said, that's not a goal. He said, anybody can have a new car. He said, you know what a goal would be is owning a car dealer franchise and having a hundred cars on a lot and selling them. He said, now that's, that's a goal. And he said, well, what's another one of your goals? 
And I said, well, I you know, kind of like to, to live in a sunny climate. And he goes, well, anybody can live in a sunny climate. What kind of house? Does it have a helicopter landing pad? What kind of a car are you driving? Is it on the ocean? Is it in the desert? What color is the front door? How many bedrooms are there? Is there a swimming pool? Is there a sauna? Is there an indoor pool? Is there a bowling alley? And I'm just going, oh, I was just thinking of like a house. And he said, you've got to stretch your goals. He said, quit setting goals for things you know you can accomplish because that's not a goal. Am I right? 1000%. So on our next episode, Adam Vincent Gilmer, stretching your goals for maximum achievement. It's going to be a really great episode. And as Adam mentioned, I think you have the message now. Go to 802365.com, order your daily planner, have your map. This is your life, your plan, and yeah, you're going to grow. And when you look back on the first year, like I did, I remember looking at the first page and I just said, <laughs> was that me writing down that stuff? It really does work. So stretching your goals next time. Adam, thanks so much for your time. I'm going to let you get back to being not lucky and making a gazillion dollars. <laughs> That's a, okay. There's Adam Vincent Gilmore. This is 802365. I'm your host, Gene Velitis, stretching your goals next time.